Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Well, welcome in to a double downer of a Tuesday morning. It's a two for Tuesday. The Jazz lose at home again. And BYU loses in the conference tournament semifinals again, beaten by St. Mary's. So... That wasn't exactly what we were looking for or what we were hoping for. All right, so what went wrong? Uh, Offense, they can't score. Not enough points. Same problem for both teams. For BYU, you know, were they rusty? They had too long a layoff. Certainly, uh, Yoli Childs had a point-blank jump hook in the lane. It was contested, but it was a decent shot. It didn't go, and then... They call timeout, and Jordan Ford gets a mid-range pull-up and got what he wanted, got to the spot he wanted, got some separation, got open and drained it, and that was the game winner. The second left, it was clutch. BYU defended well. I'm not going to knock him on that. It was 51-50. That whole game was a grind. Neither team shot the ball very well. St. Mary's was 36%. So was BYU. It was really even. The final score indicated that, and when it was all said and done, St. Mary's sends BYU home. Now for the Cougars, are they a five seed? Are they a six? Are they a seven? Um, you know, I, I saw some people projecting them as a five, but with the loss to St. Mary's and the fact that they wherever they fall, then they nudge them down a little bit to make sure they don't play on Sunday. Now maybe they'll just hit a spot and be seated in a spot where they'd be in a Thursday-Saturday region anyway. Uh, but it's got to go Thursday-Saturday both weeks. So we may see them as a seven. The good news is, I just don't know how much difference there is between anybody, quite frankly. We are seeing everybody beat everybody. And maybe some of the conference champions at the bottom of this tournament aren't very good. But we have seen 10, 11, 12, and 13 seeds in the Sweet 16. I won't be surprised if we see it again this year. So whether you're a 5, 6, or 7 shouldn't matter. Can you make the Sweet 16 from there? Well, of course you can. But for BYU... Now they're not going to play again. They, you know, him played here in forever, and now they're going to have another. What was it eight days, nine days? They didn't play, and they're looking at the same deal. They can play a week from Thursday. So, uh, Yoli Childs eight for twenty. Um, Tyler Haas was uh, Tyler Haas. T.J. Haas was two for fourteen. Uh, you know, it was it was a struggle. Those are the guys. You got the right guy's shots, but when your two big guys are ten for thirty four, it's not going to get it done. That is just. Not going to get it. It's about 30% shooting. Now, it could be worse for the Jazz. Their big three shot 25%. Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Bojan Bogdanovich, 7 of 25. That's, uh, excuse me, 7 of 28. So 25%. It's terrible. The three of them combined for 22 points. On average, the three of them combined for about 60, 61, 62 points, somewhere in there. Uh, depends on you know how far back you want to go as they've trended over the course of the season. But ballpark, Donovan's good for 25, and Boyan's good for 20, and Rudy Adegich, 15. So that's 60 right there. And they got you 22. It wasn't enough. And, and the funny thing is, Toronto was going back-to-back. I mean, they're a really good road team. They'd come in. Uh, they'd won three in a row on the road. They'd won 13 out of 15. Now it's 14 out of 16. They're a very good road team. They got the confidence from last year winning the championship. They lost Kawhi Leonard. But they're just not batting an eye. And they're tough on the road. So... I think Milwaukee will get deep into the playoffs, but if Milwaukee and Toronto, if the seeds hold and it's one versus two in the Eastern final, man, Milwaukee had to have their hands full. Toronto, 
That was impressive. They just kept grinding. And the Jazz rallied late, did a lot of things wrong, didn't shoot the ball well, got out-rebounded, just crushed 53-34 to on the backboards. Out-rebounded by 19. And yet, at the end of the game, they rally, and it was the bench. The bench was strong in both halves. And Ingles got hot, and he had a couple of threes, and they went on a run. It was a 15-3 to run, and Ingles had 10 points in there. And they're up 87-85, and you're thinking, okay, they're going to they're gonna bring the starters back and seal the deal. But the starters, they struggled. They struggled to open the game. They struggled to close the first half. And they got buried at the end of the game, too. It was 87-85, and then it's a 16-5 to run to close the game for Toronto. So, Toronto sweeps the season series. The only team in the East to do that. Uh, they sweep the season series. The Jazz five-game win streak is over, and they're back out on the road to face Oklahoma City. Uh, there was acknowledgement after the game, the post game from Quinn and uh, from Rudy, maybe Joe too. Uh, you'll hear it in the post game coming up that teams that are physical bump them off their cuts and off the pick and roll game, get physical with them, have the upper hand, and the Thunder. We expect the Thunder will do that to them on Wednesday. But they'll be back out on the road where they've won four in a row. So who knows? Maybe that's what it takes. Because home now, I think it's they've lost seven out of ten now. It's, uh, it's not been going well at home. And they were great at home early in the year. But that uh, seemed to have lost that edge, that's for sure. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back down to Las Vegas, PK down there collecting all the postgame interviews after St. Mary's beats BYU 51-50. to We'll get to that next. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Let's go to Las Vegas and hear from the Cougars after their loss to St. Mary's. Congratulations to St. Mary's. Uh, Randy is a, is a heck of a coach, um, and he's developed a great program. And uh, You know, he's um, – so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for those guys. Uh, they earned it. They, they, they fought and battled all night long in a tough environment. So – Proud of them. I'm proud of my guys. Uh, I thought on the defensive end we really, really competed, and St. Mary's did a great job uh, being physical with us and turned up the tempo defensively. We couldn't really respond, but um, I'm, I'm proud of our guys. I'm excited about the future that lays ahead for us, uh, and we'll go back home and get to work and get better every single day and and, um, and get a shot at this next deal. Okay, we'll take questions. Uh, please raise your hand. We'll bring you the microphone. Yeah, Jeff Ferrato with the West Coast Conference. Yoli, uh, your coach, referred to the physical nature of their defense. What was it like playing against them when they seemed to have two and three guys around you a lot of times? Yeah, they were, uh, they were very physical. Um, and I, I think that uh, at the end of the day, this is, this is going to help us and it's going to make us better. Uh, you know, postseason basketball, you, you're allowed to play a lot more physical than uh, I guess we weren't ready for that tonight on the offensive end, and uh, we're going to take that and learn from it and prepare for the next step. Mark, uh, can you describe what you saw on the final play when uh, when Ford made that shot? Well, he's a really talented player, and, and 
uh, you know, he got downhill and, and, and stopped on a dime and collected himself. And AB was guarding him well and, and just got, you know, just got his balance off backwards a little bit and banged the 17 footer. It's, it was it was good defense and better offense. You know, in hindsight, uh, you know, maybe schematically, I could have, uh, you know, made some changes uh, uh, to to approach that better. But it's a big time player, made a big time game winning shot. Okay, we're gonna go right here, and then we're gonna go over here. Uh, Dana Green with KTBX. Jake, uh, the second half, it didn't look like the typical Cougars offense. Only six buckets, a nine-minute stretch without a field goal. What was we guys getting the shots that you wanted, or what was going on offensively there? Uh, I think they did a good job of taking us out of what we uh, normally do, what we want to do. Um, they were very physical with us and made us play one-on-one and then took the ball from us. Um, uh, moving forward, we need to, to share the ball and, and play with more force to, to get those shots that we've gotten all season long. And um, I think that this will help us uh, moving forward. Go ahead. Brian Shapiro, the Vegas take. Coach, just your thoughts on the way this game was officiated, particularly late in the second half. I thought the officials were fine. I mean, they, they, were, they were consistent. Uh, you know, I thought through the game, you know, clearly, um, you know, I wish things had gone differently. But um, I appreciate the fact that, that they're letting guys play. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a good thing for basketball. I think it was a poor job coaching on my part having my guys prepared for that. And, um, you know, we clearly need to make adjustments to, to do that better. Mitch Harper, uh, KSL Sports. Yoli, uh, how much do you feel the layoff uh, impacted your guys' performance tonight? Uh, I don't think that really impacted our performance. I think um, clearly we, we just weren't prepared for the, the nature of the game today. Uh, St. Mary's was tougher than us. Uh, they were more physical than us. Um, and, and I think that really got us out of our stuff. And uh, moving forward, we'll play with more force. We'll be more aggressive. And uh, we'll just we'll prepare to uh, move through that contact and uh, get to our spots and, and play the right way. Norma Gonzalez with the Salt Lake Tribune. Coach, how much did it hurt to have that last-minute decision to not have Colby out there? I know he was a little bit sick. And just what went into the decision to start Gavin? Well, Gavin's been, you know, making progress the last several weeks, and he got a good week of practicing, and I thought he actually played well tonight. He really competed, and he's diligent on the defensive end and really helped us in a lot of ways. Um, certainly, we miss the depth that Kobe offers us, but, um, you know, everybody's banged up at this point in the season, so it's just about rising up and, and overcoming that. And, and, um, so we'll look forward to getting him back, hopefully get Dalton back and have a full team together as we, as we try and jump into this tournament. Okay, back here. Coach Adam Mikulic, QTV Salt Lake City. Uh, you have a mature group of guys who have been together for a long time. How, how will they respond to this when they get back to Provo and start working on playing at least one more basketball game? Well, they've rung the bell every time this year. So, you know, last time we suffered a loss, we, we ran off nine straight with some, some epic wins. And so I, I, I trust this group. I think that it's a player-led group. Uh, we have unbelievable leadership. And um, we don't have any choice but to do that now. And um, so it's incredibly disappointing. Uh, it's going to actually hurt more in an hour or two, and that's going to hurt way more tomorrow. And um, and then you know, we got to pick ourselves up and 
and um, jump into this thing. These guys have worked really hard this year, and they've had a spectacular year so far, and, and they've earned themselves an opportunity to, to play in, in, in this tournament, and, and, um, and none of them are going to take it lightly. So um, we've been great at writing the story, and so the story we have to write is that this devastating loss, uh, poor coaching performance, not the best not the best performance we've had on the court uh, that, that will springboard us to, to doing something special that we've been, that these guys have been dreaming their whole lives about doing. So that's, that's the story we have to write. It's the only story left for us, so we have to write it. Mark, you guys have been trending up in a lot of bracketology projection. How do you feel like this loss impacts you guys with the bracket coming up? I have no idea. I hope we're in, that, I hope we're in the tournament somewhere, man. Let us just let us go play. So. We'll see. All right, there's some of the Cougar post-game remarks after they lose to St. Mary's 51-50, St. Mary's and Gonzaga tonight. And BYU will get ready for Selection Sunday, find out where they're going and who they're playing. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the best of the Jazz post-game show. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Time now. For the best of the Jazz post-game show, the Utah Jazz get beat by Toronto. The five-game win streak is over. Uh, the starters really struggled. They were outscored by 30 points while Donovan Mitchell was on the floor. And he really struggled shooting the ball. So did Rudy. It was one for four. Donovan was four for 16. Um, two for eight for uh, Bogdanovich. Just... Uh, not good. 7 of 28, 25%. All three of those guys shot 25%. It wasn't like uh, Mike Conley was on fire at 4 for 12, but hey, when everyone's shooting 25%, 33 looks pretty good. Joe Ingles with 20 points led the way. All right, Jake's got the best of the postgame show. Here he is. It's your Jazz Recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tough loss for the Jazz last night to the Toronto Raptors, 101-92, snapping a five-game win streak for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Jazz had uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert all struggled against the Raptors last night, going 7-28 of 28 between the three of them. The Jazz were led by Joe Ingles coming in off the bench with 20.6 assists and five rebounds. However, the Raptors were really good. Pascal Siakam with 27, Serge Ibaka at 27, Kyle Lowry with 21 uh, on their way to the victory. Let's uh, get you some post-game sound. Let's start things off with Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Quinn, I know you love to talk defense, but I'm curious about uh, Bojan, Rudy, and uh, Donovan. About a third of the points they normally score, and this is twice in three games with the Celtic game. Are they being defended differently or just shots aren't going in? No, I, I think this game is different. You know, I think, um, you know, we we had a number of, you know, looks at the rim that we weren't able to convert on. Um, but, you know, guys are going to have off nights. We didn't have, have enough. Um, and, you know, we'll look back on it, and there's things, you know, everybody can do better. 
Um, but you know, those three guys have been there for us all year, and you know that the, there's a lot of little things. You know, whether it's making an open shot when we had one, it didn't go in. It's a good look. And I thought particularly, you know, when we get to the rim, coming up with something or drawing a foul, you know, that those possessions are hard for us because um, you're you're defending against numbers the other way. So we put pressure on our defense when we don't convert. But, um, you know, like I said, we have total confidence in those guys and, and we'll bounce back. Quinn, on the other side of the ball, uh, lately transition defense has been a little bit of a problem for you guys, and tonight it looked like it really hurt, not only in transition, but also early offense with them getting shots off. Yeah, what was going on there? They're, they're, you know, they're really, that's what they do, you know, and you know, I, th- I think sprinting back and, you know, stopping that initial push, you know, and then they're shooting threes, you know, in trail, but the, the, I think we'll see our transition defense, um, was really impacted. You know, sometimes it's defending against a turnover, but when you miss at the rim, um, you know, you don't have balance. You only have three guys back there if Rudy's on the boards, and that, that makes it that makes it really hard. So in those sense, you know, I, I think our offense can help our defense in that regard. Um, but there, there, you know, we looked at a couple clips at halftime in transition where, you know, I thought they got to the rim on us particularly early. And I felt like we did a little better job in that as the game went on. But it's like I said, it's you know it's hard to defend. You know when you go to the rim and we, we come up empty at the rim and guys are, you know maybe they've stretched out and fallen down or whatever the case is. So. Coach, um, with the way that your bench played, it seems like they they were kind of able to get you guys back in games mm-hmm. and, and kind of close up deficits. Um, just how do you think that they, how do you think that they played? How do you think that they managed the game when they were in there? I think they were really good. You know, and, and Tony was really good. Um, I thought they, they did a good job communicating defensively, um, you know, changing things up a little bit. And, uh, you know, obviously Joe had a, had a really good night, you know, kind of, we played through him a little bit on the offensive end, but I, I thought they did a good job. Um, in every aspect of the game. Quinn, I wanted to ask you about transition on the other end. Uh, you forced 21 turnovers and only get 20 points out of that. Uh, what needs to improve there? Yeah, you know, that, that's, been some, that's been a strength of ours, you know, where um, we just didn't, we weren't able to convert a lot of them. You know, we had, you know, we bobbled the ball a couple times. We, you know, missed a layup. Um, just a lot of things. I, I don't think it was anything that you know, we weren't, you know, we weren't doing. Sometimes you look for the reasons that something doesn't go well, and other times, you know, we got guys that can make those plays. They just, you know, we weren't able to make them tonight. I don't think there's anything we did wrong per se, other than, you know, we had the ball roll out. David, you took the lead for everything that went wrong. You took the lead at 87-85, and they had guys playing big minutes for the second night or other. They looked mm-hmm. tired. What went wrong there in the last few minutes when everything seemed to be pointing towards a win? Yeah, you know, I think we really struggled to score, obviously, the last six minutes, and I, I didn't think that, you know, we were lacking execution per se. Um, we just didn't we didn't score, you know. So, um, you know, as I said, our, our bench had given us, you know, a great stretch and, and got extended. And then we came back, and you know, I think, you know, I felt like the game was going our direction, and, and, and flipped back the other way. 
That was Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder after his team fell to the Raptors 101-92. to the, the bench was really good for the Jazz in the loss. Uh, once again, it had a similar feeling to the Boston game last week, but Tony Bradley with a nice night coming in. Uh, five points, four rebounds, and assists, two steals, two block shots in just 16 minutes. He was two of three from the field, and he had this to say after the game. Tony, it seemed like uh, the second unit was really kind of what sparked the team throughout a lot of the game, kind of provided those runs that that helped you narrow the deficits down. What was uh, what was making that group so effective tonight? Uh, I feel like the second group, when we get in there, we um, try to keep the progress going, uh, not slack on defense, just try to get stops and, and score pretty much. I feel like we've been doing a really good job uh, in the recent games and today too. Uh, Tony, it looks like you uh, just throughout the season you guys have had Mike and Donovan kind of lead that group. Has it been nice to kind of have a singular person to kind of lead and get your chemistry with with Mike Conley back? Uh, for sure, especially uh, when I get get in and the pick and roll with me and him. Um, he likes to he likes to pass and try to get him open for a shot, a mid-range shot. So I feel like the chemistry, especially between me and Mike, is there. Plus, he trusts me with the with the little pocket pass when I roll and stuff. So he knows how to. Let me ask you too, Tony, about the pick and roll chemistry with Joe. Uh, it seems like it's been developing over the course of this year. Yeah, Joe as well. Uh, I feel like Mike and Joe trust me just in the pick and roll, especially just passing it to me, making the right play. Is that, sorry, is that just timing or what? Uh, I feel like it's just reps, I, I guess, from like OTA from all the way from OTA's beginning of the season they just more reps and they trust me with the ball and I try to make the right decision whenever they throw it to me just reading it either I could lay it up or float it or pass to the corner for an open three or something like that is it difficult to come away from a game where you know you played very well but you get the loss like are you able to kind of come away and say like recognize the progress that you made or I mean does it feel like it's a little bit of a hanging your head kind of a night? Uh, yeah, for sure, because it's a hanging your head type of night because we lost. Uh, the ultimate goal is to win each game. Um, I really don't think of myself individually in my performance. I just, whenever I get my chance to get in, I just try to run the floor, rebound, and play defense as best I can. So, you know, I think defensively I'm getting better. From your perspective, what do you think went wrong for the team as a whole tonight? Uh, I think they, the problem was just they out-rebounded re, out us, especially offensively. They, they kind of – that was the game pretty much. I think it was 53 to 33 or something like that. So I think that played a big factor into tonight's game. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. That's Tony Bradley. Let's uh, keep things rolling uh, with the bench theme. Joe Ingles was terrific last night. 20 points, six assists, five boards, a couple of steals uh, for Joe, and uh, he talked to the media after the game. You knew that was coming, didn't you? Um, you know, I mean, they obviously, they, they made some shots. They had a, I think they had a couple offensive rebounds within it. Um, we had a couple turnovers. Um, I couldn't honestly tell you exactly 
what possessions were were kind of which ones we obviously we we could have done better because it was fifteen to five. But um, yeah, we'll we'll watch a bit bit of it tomorrow and see what we did. But um, I, I think a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know how many offensive rebounds they had, but. I mean, Hollis Jefferson had seven himself, so that was obviously something that kept him in the game. We had some turnovers. Eight. I think we, were, I think we had four or five at halftime. We finished with eleven or twelve or whatever, or whatever it was. So, um, two things right there that you obviously is something we can control and clean up for Wednesday. Joe, you guys uh, forced them into twenty turnovers, but are only able to convert that into. 21 points as a result. Uh, what were you guys struggling with on that end? Were they doing anything, or was it just a matter of missing some of those shots? Yeah, I think we I think we missed a lot of shots we um, have been making or have made for, for a lot of the year. And um, you blowing your nose? Have you got this? Uh, I'm out of here. Have you got anything? If someone coughs, I'm out of here. Just so you know. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think we got a lot of. I don't know what we shot or whatever, but uh, I think we got a lot of good looks. And um, obviously, we've got an open shot. Our guys are going to take it. That's what we. Um, everyone's got that kind of responsibility to take a shot um, if, if you're open and a good shot. And um, I think a lot of the time we obviously do a really good job of that. So yeah, every shot that we we took was I, I think was pretty good. Right now, um, there might be a couple, but overall, really good shots and. We'll, we'll take them again on on Wednesday. Joe, at times this season, you've um, you've been on the bench. You've been starting um, tonight. You had a really good game off the bench. When you're with that second unit coming off the bench, like how much do you take it upon yourself to kind of just like lead the guys and kind of be the guy? Um, I'm definitely not trying to be the guy. I don't think I've ever tried to be the guy. Um, I mean, I'm playing with with Mike and JC. Um, obviously, two really good players and. Mike's been a leader and obviously had the ball in his in his career a lot, so we kind of play off him a little bit. Obviously, if um, when JC's gone, we're we're going at JC a lot too because um, he seems to be a mismatch on on an offensive end a lot of the time. He can get he can obviously get to the hoop pretty pretty efficiently. Um, and I think between the three of us, obviously all being out of handle, we just kind of mix up who can handle who where where a mismatch is, um, what we're trying to attack and. Um, Tony's done a great job screening and getting on the rim, which opens it up for, for all of us. And um, yeah, I mean, each game we just try and, I guess, try and figure out kind of who's going or what's happening and find the mismatch and, and, and attack it. Tony? Uh, Joe, the Raptors, you know, much like the Rockets and, you know, some of the physical teams are capable of kind of bumping you guys off of your cuts and stuff and kind of taking you out of what you like to do. How do you guys combat that? And you see another team like that on Wednesday, but, you know, in the playoffs, you know, just generally gearing up for the playoffs, how do you combat that physical teams that are capable of mucking up the game and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, we talked about it before the game coach brought it up, obviously. Um, that's what they do. I think that's, they're probably one of the definitely most consistent team at, at, at playing that way and being aggressive and kind of being the, the first ones to, to kind of hit you and, um, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can, you can obviously there's a, there's a lot of things obviously with our coach that we can run that that gets us still good looks and like I said I think we I think we got a lot of good looks tonight. Um, same on the other end, they kind of just try and find a mismatch and attack it. They try to get Siakam on the post or Larry, whatever they're trying to do. Um, 
spacing Serge today the whole game, obviously with with Rudy on him for for a big chunk of it. So, um, I mean, I think we got. I think there was one little stretch where they went small. We had a couple of turnovers um, off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I mean, we got we got a lot of good stuff we can run and. It's obviously on the players to, to be efficient and run it and look after the ball and, and again, shoot the shots that are, that are there to take. And um, I think, not so much tonight, but I think a lot of times we, we try and we pass up some really good shots to try and get a better shot and, and, and sometimes we get stuck there. So um, obviously you guys know if we're, we're open, coach wants us to, to shoot it. So. Last question for Brian. Um, that Codley led second unit, it seems to have kind of found a groove over the last week. What has kind of been the process of putting that all together? Well, we had to trade for JC. Um, we had to get Mike. Obviously, Mike was in, in and out kind of thing at the start of the year. And and then with my situation starting, coming off the bench and or whatever it was the other way around, and then now coming off the bench again. Um, I think just getting kind of comfortable playing with each other and understanding, like I said, when 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 someone's attacking who's attacking um, we've got a few sets now that, that I'll handle Mike will handle um, we've obviously got stuff for, for JC to run and um, yeah I think obviously kind of like anything the more we play together and the more we're out there we're going to get more and more comfortable and um, yeah, like I said I think we we kind of just go out there every time and um, try and attack a mismatch or, or, or obviously what, what coach is trying to run so um, yeah I think over over time, and it'll just get better and better. There you go. That was uh, Joe Ingles. Let's now let you hear from Donovan Mitchell. Through bumping you guys collectively through sets, <laughs> getting you out of your offense, getting you out of the offense that you like to run. How do you combat that? And knowing that you're going to see a lot of those teams in the playoffs, how do you gear up for that down the stretch of the regular season? Um, I think the biggest thing is just you know just force and precision you know I think we did a solid job of it you know I think they took us out of a diff- different things you know if you look at the first time we played them and tonight you know it's like night and day um, I think there were a few things that we could have acted like you said and improved on but I think for us just being pre- precise and um, just being aggressive you know we knew that coming in and I, I, it's easy to say you know but it's for us it's just taking it step by step you know and I think we, we made a, a huge step compared to the last time we played a team like this you know or this team um, and I think it's it's not the result we wanted, but there's a lot of positives uh, we could take from this. Donovan, you missed your last seven shots. Mm-hmm. Did you like the attempts you were getting, or do you um, wish you would have made different reads on some of those? I mean, yeah, for sure. I think you know the lap at the end was stupid. Um, definitely should have taken a different type of shot. But like I said, um, the biggest thing for me is just continuing to find ways to get better. You know, I, it's not always going to be perfect. You know, I think making these mistakes in March is better than making them in April, May, maybe June. Um, for me, like you, like, like Tony was saying, we're going to see these teams. You're going to see teams like this. So now, you know, you go through it. You know, you succeed. Sometimes you fail. And now you kind of go out there and when the playoffs come, you know, later on in the year, you understand how to attack it. You know, I think that's how I'm looking at this game. Obviously, I didn't really shoot the ball well, but I think I did a lot of things solid on the defensive end, and I think that's growth. You know, and I think, I think we'll all speak for that. You know, not just myself. You know, whether it's Rudy or I think Boyan, like whatever it may be, I think we're le- a lot of this is. You know, we may not have the best game. You know, but I think there's a lot of positives we could take away. But um, I didn't even know it was seven shots. I think that's just the mentality. 
Don, you guys have had some trouble recently in transition defense, and uh, Quinn said that you guys had watched a couple of clips at halftime. Mm -hmm. What's been going wrong, and what, maybe what did you see in those clips that you hope to improve on? Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of indecisiveness. You know, I think the biggest thing in transition is one, you got to communicate. Well, first, you got to get back. Then, two, you got to communicate and you got to be ready to help um, and contain the ball. So, like, you know, if a guy misses a shot, you know, and, you know, one of us feels like we may be able to get the offensive rebound, you know, we're already, you know, behind at that point. You know, we're kind of playing catch up from there. Uh, so, being able to turn your shoulders and physically, like, run downhill, uh, run back, excuse me. I think that's that's a start, you know, and I think we did, you know, they got some good looks, you know, they got Kogler, got some, some threes that were able to make a push, but in the second half, I think we did an, uh, a better job, but, you know, I think, like I, like I was saying, this is all preparation, you know, and I think when you play a team like this, you know, they're going to get looks. Now you just got to be able to limit them. You got to communicate, and I think we did an okay job, or pretty good job, uh, but we could definitely do a better job. One of the bright spots tonight was uh, Tony Bradley mm -hmm. on the bench. Um, what have you seen? Just, I mean, his progress over the last few weeks, especially, has yeah. been really impressive. What have you seen? Um, this is, you know, the most aggressive, the most dominant I've seen. Uh, we've all seen Tony. I think for him, just staying locked in. You know, I think as a, as a, it's crazy, young guy. You know, like you kind of get, you know beside yourself you kind of get all the voices from different directions you start to overthink things and I, the biggest thing I tell them every time is you know whatever happened in the past happened in the past whether it's good or bad you know being able to move on to the next thing come into the huddle get the play get the play right um, you make a mistake don't dwell on how you made the mistake you know go out there and um you know, you know, find a way to, to do something. So I think it was in New York. He made, you know, I think Bobby Portis made two threes on him, and he kind of got down, and then he came back and had a block, and then ran the floor. Like, those are the plays. You know, look at tonight, the two blocks, you know, being aggressive. Like, those are those are the things that you love to see out of him. And I think a lot of it is him getting out of his own head, and it's natural. You know, when you make a mistake, you want to feel, you know, feel a certain type of way. But for him, just being able to get to the next play, and uh, he's been doing really well. And I think we're all, you see our reaction, we're all happy for him when he gets going. Donovan, for everything that went wrong tonight, the team did take an 87-85 lead there, and they were on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, and it seemed like you know it might turn out okay. What went wrong in those final minutes when they retook control? Um, well, it doesn't help when you you don't make certain shots. You know, I think sorry, we got looks some looks that we wanted, and then on top of that, this is a team that won the NBA Finals. You know, so when it comes to four minutes, five minutes left, you know things don't phase them. They've been they are a group that's connected. They know how to put things together, and like I said, we. We're getting to where we want, you know. We're we're kind of defending it the right way, but there are times, you know, with silly fouls like myself or, or Rudy's little reach in, like little things like that, that we have to be able to to, to avoid, you know. Even if we don't get certain calls, you know, be able to get back. Uh, I think we all kind of pause when I think when Rudy, we thought Rudy got fouled, and we all kind of paused, and then we had to sprint back, like little things like that. Like if a mistake happens or something happens, we gotta be able to get back and transition or be able to um, make up for the mistake or the mistake or a bad call or no call. So I think for us. Um, just being able to lock in, you know, and I don't, I don't think um, it's we're that far off. I think we're right there, and I think that'll that'll be huge. And then, of course, you know, when I shoot four sixteen, Mike's four twelve, and Boyan's two of eight, doesn't help. But you know, like I said, we're gonna hit shots, but now we just gotta pick it up, even if we don't.
That was Donovan Mitchell, uh, who struggled last night. 11 points on 4 of 16 shooting. He had uh, three boards and three assists. Talked about uh, uh, being a little bit uh, more focused going forward. He also struggled in the closing minutes of the game, which is not something that we've seen all that often from Donovan Mitchell this season. All right, let's now hear from Rudy Gobert. The game that caused you and OG to be ejected? Um, I mean, trying to elbow me in the face, you know, and uh, the guy that's getting paid to protect us, the players, didn't do his job, so, you know, I just, uh, there was a little uh, altercation, and um, we both got ejected when I didn't do any, I mean, I didn't do anything back, pretty much, you know, which I don't understand. I don't think it makes sense to me, but next time I do justice myself, so... So the official get can eject me for a reason. Next question. Rudy, it was kind of a tough offensive night all the way around. What was Toronto doing in general to kind of make it difficult for you guys offensively and uh, for you specifically? Uh, I mean, they're a very, very good defensive team. Um, I think we did a pretty good job moving the ball. You know, some shots didn't fall, but, you know, we made some runs. We we were in a position where we could win the game. Uh, you know, they just, uh, yeah, they played, a good, they played a good game defensively, and we we couldn't hit the shot and made the play when we needed it in the last few minutes. But overall, I think uh, I like the way we played defense, and uh, I like the way we shot the ball tonight. David? The rebounds were uh, 53 to 34. What was the big difference there? Where did they have the advantage they were able to dominate like that? I mean, we we definitely put the emphasis on the rebounds. Uh, probably going to have to watch the game to figure out what we could have done better. But, uh, yeah, they're a very athletic team. You know, they have a lot of guys that are long, athletic, strong. So they, they're a very good rebounding team. And, you know, when... When is the case, that case? We have to put even more emphasis on it, and I feel like tonight. I think I didn't think it was that bad, like 20 rebound difference. But I think we, I think we tried. I mean, I don't feel like we didn't box out. I don't feel like we we didn't go after the ball. So just one of those nights. Alex, in the front row. Rudy, when the when the bench plays as well as they did tonight and they were kind of able to, to close gaps and, and get you guys back in games in the game, um, how frustrating is it to just come out with a loss even though that unit did so well to kind of get you guys back in the game? I mean, it's basketball. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Uh, it's definitely great to have the bench give us a lift like they did in Boston too. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a big plus for us and, you know, if I think all the best teams in the world have a have a very good bench you know and especially in the playoffs you need the bench to give you to give you a a lift and you know if, if our bench keep playing that way I think we, it's going to be huge for us Rudy do you feel like this team struggles a little bit against teams that try to be physical against you overall and not not just you specifically but the team as a whole I mean, I think everyone does. You know, I think uh, no one likes to get uh, pushed around or elbowed in the face or stuff like that. But you know, it's part—it's part of the game. And I think if you wanna, if you wanna be a championship team, we, we have to play through that and 
be able to sustain our focus, uh, our connectiveness, you know, uh, through the physicality. And I think, uh, I think tonight was, you know, a pretty good effort from us on that end. Uh, didn't come up with the win, but I really felt like, you know, it was a great test and definitely, you know, one of the games that you learn from. All right, that was Rudy Gobert, and he was uh, ejected in the fourth quarter, a, a controversial um, uh, elbow and reaction from Rudy and uh, getting into a pushing match. It'll be interesting to see how the NBA responds. And uh, he was obviously upset after the game, uh, talked about how the refs did not do their job in protecting players. Uh, DJ and PK will continue to break this one down. Coming up next, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There is the best of the post-game show. When we come back, what is trending? All the headlines are coming up next. Stay with us.